I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Canto by Dispatch. Today, I'm Brittany, and joining me today, as always, is my friend, Emily Lynn. Hi, Emily. Hi, Brittany. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Just hanging out on this lovely Sunday morning. I had to think about that for a second. Yeah, it is morning. I don't even think like 11 o'clock should count as morning because it's like almost noon. Yeah. So like, I almost consider that like noon because it's noon for you because it's two o'clock. It's noon for, for me because it's two o'clock. Yeah, I don't know where my brain is. How are you doing, Emily? How's your <laughs> How's your day going? It's okay. It's going. It's going by too fast. I don't want to go to work tomorrow. I never do when I go to work. <sighs> so. Our solo review was last episode. Yes, it was. Yeah, we got some people saying, I agree with both Brittany and Emily. So that was <laughs> fucking awesome. Oh, man. But yeah, uh, we teased in that episode that we would um, talk about the Boba Fett movie thing. So we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, Forces Destiny, Clone Wars, um, a new new galaxy's edge news which isn't really news because i've known about it for months but whatever now it's official news um fuck mary kill we got some email but yeah let's let's do this thing but um so um may 24th when we all saw solo or before we all saw solo um hollywood reporter announced that um james mangold Mm -hmm is writing and will direct a Star Wars standalone movie centered around Boba Fett. So, how do you feel about that? You know, here's the thing. Is I like James Mangold's stuff. Um, he did he did Logan, which was fucking amazing. Like, one of the best superhero movies ever. Like, just an incredible movie. He did 310 to Yuma, which I really, really liked. Um, I mean, he's done some less good stuff. Like, Identity is a piece of shit. But he also did Girl Interrupted. Um, Copland is really good. But, I mean, come on. Like, do I even need to say it at this point? It's... Nah. It's just fucking frustrating as shit. Like, it's it's so funny 
that all these people complain about, you know, Disney caving to the SJWs and sh- and shoving diversity down people's throats when it's it's white guy after white guy after white guy. Hmm. I know that usually they choose these people like a year or more in advance, but wouldn't you think that they would start noticing who they're hiring and like trying to fix well, that? Well, if they actually gave a shit about it, yes. Hmm. Like if they were actually committed to hiring diverse people behind the scenes, that's what they would be doing. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to read like one of the statements on the page. Um, it was rumored that Simon Kinberg, writer-producer behind the X-Men franchise and films such as The Martian, was working on a Boba Fett movie. While Lucasfilm Disney won't make any official confirmation, sources say that Mangold will co-write the script with Kinberg, who also produced or who also who will also produce the Boba Fett project. Kinberg and Mangold are close, having both worked on Logan X and the X-Men spinoff that earned high praise last year. God, that was last year. I still haven't seen Logan. It's super good. And you see all the other X-Men's. Is it like plural? Like, or, oh, never mind. I don't know what I'm saying. Because I wouldn't say X-Men's. But I don't know. I don't know where my fucking brain is today. But uh, Boba Fett movie. Hmm. I mean, I have no interest in it but I see myself having interest in it. It's going to depend very much on uh, the casting here. And I mean, I'm hoping they're not stupid enough to cast a white guy, but I'm afraid they might be stupid enough to cast a white guy. And if, if, if they don't do that then look that's that's like that's a major thing and that's like that's that's a big deal and so i don't want to i don't want to downplay how important that is but i'm i'm sort of at a they've done so much stupid shit that i i'm holding my breath until they actually like announce someone hmm I mean, either way, it's not it's not a story I'm particularly interested in. Because I just don't care about Boba Fett. Yeah, I don't... I, I am surprised that they're making a movie about a character that has so much hype, even though they didn't really do much in the movies. Well, I mean, in some ways, that gives them a much more open field to play with. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because you could pretty much do anything with a Boba Fett movie that you wanted to do because it's not locked into anything in canon, especially with the EU now being legends. Um, And also at the time they were probably thinking, Oh, this is an opportunity to maybe get some uh, solo characters in another movie. Whether they're still thinking that I don't know. I don't know, because wouldn't they have this, like, if they did this film, they would have it, like, probably after the Starlight Pit, because, you know, you were talking about last episode that you're really done and with um, the, the era that we keep having these movies in, which, you know, I kind of agree. Like, I'd like to see something different, but there's only two things you can really actually 
I don't know if you can do like that'd be like teenage Boba Fett in that era. Well, you could do like a. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a past and have like a like around the age that Solo is in Solo. Mm-hmm. They can do flashback where they like flashback to young Boba, then they do like back to the Sarlacc pit, Boba. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, I think it was interesting that this was released on, on like, the day that we all saw the movie because I remember reading this and being like, oh, fuck, Boba Fett's going to be in the film. It seemed like a really weird thing to do because don't you want everybody talking about the movie that's actually coming out that day? Yeah. I don't know, though. I almost think these, like, online or these journalists are just, okay, whatever, we'll get the most news. Because think about it. Like, a journalist would want their article to have, like, the most views or the most. And, of course, like, right before Star Wars, like, that's pretty big. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know? it's possible that, that that got leaked and Star Wars, like, couldn't do anything about it. But I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. it, because it, like, it seemed like a pretty... Like, they came out really quickly in front of it in terms of, like, this is official news. So, I mean, yeah, if it was just, you know, they decided to run it that day, that's one thing. But if if Star Wars had any control over that announcement, which they sometimes do, like, they could have confirmed or denied something. Or they have relationships with some of these places where they're like, you know, if you hold that a day, we'll give you, you know, interview or such and such thing. But who knows? Hmm. I don't know, though. Like, you know, they did this with Obi-Wan film like a year ago saying that, you know, they have a director, they have this person. And look at us a year later, we still don't have any news, which kind of doesn't surprise me. But I mean, like we did just get that kind of news about Obi-Wan, but it's just news. Like it's not something official until Lucasfilm says it. So, I mean, like I have to think twice whenever these articles come out. I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll you know maybe it'll go the josh trank way and it'll just disappear but i don't i don't think so i mean this this isn't a i mean it seems more official than a you know oh somebody is somebody in quotes is working on such and such movie when it's like hey this specific person is signed on to write and direct yeah that's true I don't know. I guess, like, we'll see. Like, I was kind of talking about last last episode how I'm kind of tired of... <laughs> I'm tired of these um, standalone about, like, people, even though we only just had one. Like, I like more, like, setting-based movies or, like, about something, not just, like, about a person. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I could be totally wrong and be, like, really into this movie, even though I've never really been, like, a Boba Fett person. Like... I don't know. Who knows? Like, hopefully, they'll do the best with this, and they won't disappoint us. Hopefully. Um, but, anyways, um, so we got a new Forces of Destiny episode. Uh, I believe it was released on either the twenty fifth or the twenty sixth of May. I forget already. But um. The episode was... Uh, do you watch it, Emily? Nope. All right. So, it was called Triple Cross. Uh, Hondo teams up with a bounty hunter droid, IG-88, to capture Kira, but she outsmarts 
both her pursuers by putting them against each other so that she can collect the bounty on them. Okay. What did you think of it? Eh, it was okay. I mean, um, I was already kind of annoyed because uh, Kira wasn't Kira. It was Olivia Hack playing Kira. And this Olivia Hack, here, let me look her up again. She does voice acting for, like, a lot of characters and a lot of TV shows. So, I'm looking her up right now. I had her IMBD yesterday. Olivia actually typed olive, and I keep getting, like, things about olives on my Google. I do not need to know anything about olives. Okay. So, she's done everything from, like, uh, let's see, voice. Like, she does a lot of voice acting. So, a lot of stuff on fucking Nickelodeon. Like, Rugrats, Avatar the Last Airbender, uh, fucking Care Bears. I don't know. Uh, Family Guy. Hey, Arnold. So, she played Kira. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's hard to tell. It's sometimes hard to tell, like, these characters apart because, like, a lot of them look like. Mm-hmm. So, it's, eh, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, I mean, it was okay. I mean, Hondo can get annoying sometimes. So, I was kind of like, okay, yay, we're getting Hondo. But IG-88 is always a cool scene. So, I mean, it was an okay episode. I think it's kind of weird that they just, like, released just one episode and they're like, that's it. Because it was after Solo, obviously, but... Yeah, if it had been, like, Unfist Nest or Val or somebody, I would have watched it, but... Yeah, I would have died. I would have uh, really enjoyed Unfist Nest. Or seeing her in these. Maybe she'll be in more, I hope, but... (laughs) Ugh, but... Eh, okay, I guess. Um, but... Now, in my my realm of news, my realm of news. Okay, so Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars Land. Mm-hmm. So, uh, about a week ago, uh, so I went to that panel at um, the Star Wars After Night or the Disneyland's After Night thing like a month ago. And, you know, they released some information about Galaxy's Edge, but they had a Galactic Nights at Hollywood Studios in Florida, which is, like, basically the same thing, but they have, like, a separate park, and that's where they have all their Disney stuff. So they're like, hey, Star Wars peeps, come here, spend $90 to stay at Hollywood Studios until 2 o'clock in the morning. And so a bunch of people did that. And at this event was another panel. But it was strange because this panel was able to be recorded while the one I went to was like, here, grab your phones, put them in this thing. No one should know about this, but of course everyone found out. Um, They released some more information about um, the park, which I think it's interesting. I would have thought that they would have kept it like the same for both like panels, but I mean, I guess like that's cool, like releasing like new information like a little bit at a time. But basically, um, they just said Black Spire Outpost is the name of the village on Batu, which is, eh, I mean, that's okay. And then um, Jason reported this on Making Star Wars Net, by the way. Um, there's going to be like a creature stall where you can examine creatures from like the Star Wars universe. So you'll see like Lothcats, Porgs, um, Crystal Foxes, probably. That's cool. So that'll be fun. I, I get to see a porg. I won't probably be able to touch it, but I'll be able to see it. Um, let's see the first order at at. 
Um, Neam Num is going to be part of Batu. They even got like the voice actor to do like voices for him, which is cool. Um, and then it was announced, obviously, because everyone thought that celebration would be in California because it would coincide with the opening of Galaxy's Edge. I say that celebration, Galaxy's Edge. I feel like I said Galaxy's Edge twice, but whatever. But um, they said that the one in Disneyland will be opening late fall, actually, no, summer of 2019, while the one in Orlando will be opening late fall of 2019 because their construction is very slow, which is also something that, hey, I've known that since November because I was there and I saw that they are in no way shape to finishing that place in like next year. Yeah, but I mean, that's not surprising. It's it's a big project. Yeah. But also another thing was that uh, Disney finally announced that, hey, do you know where we're going to put that Star Wars hotel? We're going to put it right next to the park so that you can walk from the park right to the hotel. So it's like connected. But I, I mean, I sort of I, wasn't everybody just just assuming that. Yeah, I, I mean, fucking knew it. too. <laughs> Someone was like, well, no, but literally like where like I didn't I didn't even know that was an announcement because I just thought, oh, it's there's going to be a hotel right next to it because there's going to be a Star Wars hotel. Yeah, I don't know. I know that the Disney Imagineers were, like, laying out lands for, like, possible areas for this hotel because last time I went to Disney, they had a bunch of, like, empty – because they're they're doing this thing in Orlando, like, where they're creating these, like, trams so you can go from, like, hotel to hotel. So, like, kind of like a monorail type of tram, but Mm – like, there's a bunch of construction going on over there. So, like, she was telling me that, you know, they're thinking of putting the Star Wars Hotel, like, kind of, like, a mile away or, like, two miles away. Like, still kind of close. But, I mean, obviously, they're going to put the Star Wars Hotel, like, right next to the park. But, yeah, Disney finally announced it. So, uh, happy to share the location. Oh, that was the location one. Uh, the experience stands out amongst all destinations around the globe. Families visiting this destination will board a shore ship that comes alive with characters and stories unfold around them during their voyage through the galaxy. And every cabin window has views of space. Guests visiting on multi-day adventures will be also welcome to participate as a resident of the galaxy by dressing in Star Wars-inspired attire. That's just fucking cheesy. Star Wars-inspired attire. A nice cape. Some boots. And a plain outfit. That's Star Wars. That is pretty Star Wars, though. Like the boots, the cape, or a Jedi robe. Right? I imagine lots of Jedi robes. Too many Jedi robes. Pilot flight suits. I know. It's really cute. At uh, the parks, they do this, like, little show where they have the kids trained to be a Jedi, and they give them, like, each a little robe. Mm. And little lightsabers, so it just looks like they're, like, this little Jedi. Does, them, like- does somebody come out dressed as Anakin and slaughter them all? Um. Well, Darth Vader comes and tries to kill them all, but that Darth Vader doesn't know how to fight. So, and then sometimes Darth Maul comes out. And then I'm always the one yelling, this isn't canon! But, um, or the seventh sister comes out. Or, or Kylo Ren. 
Like Darth Vader goes back in, he says, whatever, I'm done. And then we jump to 30 years later and all of a sudden Kylo Ren's like, I am here. And then he tries to like do like the telekinesis thing. And then they're like, all right, kids, force Kylo Ren back into the cave. <laughs> Beautiful writing, isn't it? Top notch. Top notch. Huh. But anyways, Emily. Yeah. It's been a while since you watched The Clone Wars. Yeah. And then I had to watch three of them. Um, oh, God. Yeah, it was a three-episode arc. Um, let me figure out what the episode titles were. I don't remember. I just hit play on Netflix, you know, so I never am really aware of what I'm watching. Yeah. But this was one where, like, the Separatists take over, like, the planet that Ahsoka's from. Oh, yeah. And then they, like, the slaver people who look like cats... Um, take them all and Anakin obviously really 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 doesn't like slavers yeah so he goes and like there's this whole thing where like he meets with the queen of these cat people um, pretending to be like a you know wanting to curry favor with her and then he and Ahsoka and Obi-Wan all end up being captured as well. There's a lot of torture in these episodes. Yeah, it's very fucking dark. This was episode um, 11, 12, and 13, hmm. by the way, of season four. But um, like a bunch of, like we see a bunch of like Ahsoka. What is Ahsoka's species? Tortugan or something? Like we see a whole bunch of them die. Like they're um, because they're the slavers are trying to get Obi Wan. Like they're trying to break him, and they realize the way to do it isn't to punish him if he misbehaves, but to like punish other people. So they have a bunch of these people on a platform, and then they hit a button, and they all like fall to their deaths. It's pretty intense. And there's a lot of people like because they all have shock collars on, so there's a lot of people getting electrocuted. Ugh. How did you feel? Anakin was like really flirty with the cat chick. Yeah, it was interesting. They like they really played that up. He played it off too well. Like he was ready to bang. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. No. I. I. I thought it was. It was a pretty decent set of episodes. I knew that you would like these a little more. Um, yeah, we one got like fucking captured too. Oh yeah, you'll probably get to that. And the episodes. What episode was that? Was that like the second episode or the the third one is where um Plo Koon comes the third in. One. Right? <laughs> the third one is um Basically, Anakin is trying to convince the um, the queen that 
she is basically a slave to Dooku and the Separatists. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to play it that way. Which was interesting. Yeah, this is the one. Yeah, Plo does come in at this point as it is in the third one. But I don't know. I thought... And I thought it was good. And at the end, like, there is this one scene that I liked, which is... Because there's one particular slaver who's been, like, torturing Obi-Wan a lot and stuff. And they also have Rex. And at the end, the, the slaver is, like, still taunting Obi-Wan. He's like, well, you're a Jedi. You're not going to kill an armed man. And then Rex just throws this, like, electric staff thing at him and fucking kills him. Fucking Rex. It's pretty good. I like Rex. He's a good one. I like that you are finding clones that you're like, I like that one. I like it. Yeah. I always liked the clones that were closest to, like, the Jedi. I think, like, Rex is probably, like, out of all the clones who have... Because I feel like each Jedi has their, like, the, the clone that they're closest to. I feel like Rex is very, like, Anakin Ahsoka. Like, they both are really close to him. Well, Rex is... I mean, Rex is definitely the one we sort of spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, over throughout the series. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like we spent a lot of time with, like, Fives, and then there's Echo. I think Echo, like, died. Oh, I don't know. I forget all. There's so many. But, hmm. So, I remember, like, one of the complaints of this episode was um, Ahsoka's slave outfit. Um... Okay, but I mean, Ahsoka's always wearing like. I don't. I don't think it was that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't either. Like, I just remember people being like, "That's like sexualizing a teenage character," and I'm like, mm, "I mean, I okay. thought just, they've always sort of done that a little bit." Yeah, I don't know though. I don't ever think there was a lot of, like, controversy, like, with, like, the Clone Wars, but I remember, like, people talking about that, and I'm like, I don't know. I almost think people talk about how much fucking violence there was in this episode. I think, like, this episode was, like, one of the episodes, like, with, like, some of the most, like, intense action. Like, fucking, you know? Yeah, well, because it's a lot, it's a lot more, like, seeing people get tortured Mm -hmm. rather than just... Like ship battles and stuff. Ship battles. <laughs> ship battles. Oh, is it shit battles? I'm like, <laughs> oh god, that's funny. Um, so you know, usually at the end of these episodes, where like it's a reveal that like obviously Count Dooku is like controlling these planets and controlling these people, like they make him seem like this like scary ass menace Mm -hmm. and for some reason like that resonates me with like for like a second but like i don't know like i just don't find count dooku that intimidating and to find that he's like controlling all these planets and these people like fucking fear him like the cat lady like 
I don't know. Like, I think it's interesting, like, what, how he, like, comes across in the Clone Wars versus, like, how he came across in the movies. Well, obviously, like, there's a difference between those two, but I think it's interesting that the Clone Wars tries to, like, paint Count Dooku as a more menacing. Well, you have to, because otherwise, what are you doing? Like, you need that character to be menacing, or what's the, like, what's the point of him? Yeah. I don't know, though. It just, like, surprises me how in control dooku just always i don't know he just he's on it like he's good at his job but then you have grievous who just runs away from everything oh i don't know well i'm glad that you enjoyed those episodes yeah they were fine better than better than usual Hmm. better than usual that's good oh would you ever watch uh, Rebels? No. Mm. Especially with uh, our pal Maul coming back. Our good friend Darth Maul. I just have no interest in Rebels. It's not for me. Hmm. Okay. Um. Oh, the cat queen lady had cute little owl creatures that I liked. That's great. Owls. I fucking love owls. They were they were little like fat little round owls, <laughs> fat little round owls. I remember this one time I was driving home from like a friend's house and it was like like two or three in the morning, and this like giant ass owl drove past me and like for a second Dro- no sorry flew past me. <laughs> that shows what I was drinking or smoking that night. No um. Yeah, it flew past me, and like I thought it was a pelican, and I'm like, that was a fucking pelican. But then I'm like, no, that was a fucking owl because pelicans don't live here, Brittany. Pelicans don't live in in San Diego, Brittany. Well, I mean, like they do, but not in the part of San Diego that I live in. But maybe that could have been a pelican. But pelicans are great birds. But oh yeah, you don't like birds. No, but you like owls. No, I like cute little cartoon owls. Cartoon owls. Are there like any birds that like, you can stand or just There's birds I can stand as long as they're far away from me. Have you ever had like a bad experience with birds? No, they're just fucking gross and creepy. Gross and creepy. That's how I feel about pugs. I'm like I, I'm like kind of afraid of pugs. Cause they make these like noises that are like really scary. Like my best friend has this pug and she always makes these like really like like crazy noises and it sounds like she's like I don't know. It's just it's really scary. We're gonna you're you're breaking Simon's heart so much right now. I okay, I think pugs are I think some pugs are really cute, but like the really extra chubby ones are like kind of scary because like they make these noises and they sound like they're gonna kill you. Well, that's just because they've been bred in such a way that they can't breathe properly because human beings suck. They do suck. What's your favorite dog breed? Labrador. That's fair. I got bored last night and I was taking one of those like, which dog breed are you quiz? And I'm a St. Bernard Okay. <laughs> those are cute dogs. They're fucking huge, though. I love those, like, giant dogs that are, like, bigger than you, kind of. 
Yeah, I always like like pony sized dogs. Pony sized dogs. <laughs> like those like Great Danes. I think Great Danes are like considered that. I don't know. Yeah. But um well we got a fuck Mary Kill this week. Well, that's good. You say that now, but um it's the Phantom Menace special. It's from Willis. Ahoy hoy. So your fuck mirror kill options for the Phantom Menace are Jar Jar Bakes, Watto, and Saboba. Emily, you go first. <laughs> um Well, Jar Jar's dying. Okay. But, God, you have to fuck Watto or Sebulba? Like, that's just, like, Watto's just dirty. Yeah, but... Like, I could deal with that more than I could, like, Jar Jar all the time. He means well, though. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people mean well. Yeah. I'm still annoying as fuck. Um... So, I guess I'm, like, fucking Watto just to get it over with. <laughs> That's fair. And then I would marry Sebulba. Hmm. How do you think that marriage would go? I mean, it wouldn't be great, but I think we could just sort of each do our own thing. That's good. He's probably just really into pod racing anyways, so... He'd yeah, and he can like he can like bang his like pod racing groupies or whatever, and just leave me alone. <laughs> just just leave me alone. Yeah, it's funny. Hmm. Well, um, I would fuck Savoba, marry Jar Jar, and kill Watto because Watto's gross and fuck him. Um, Savoba, quick, painless. Easy. Done. And then Jar Jar, like, I don't know. I don't think he means well. Like, I feel like he would be, like, really sweet. He'd be kind of annoying sometimes, but I think he could, like, tone down a little. Plus, he'd be busy with his, uh... Forget, he's not a senator. He's, like, a... He's something. He's, like, the... Let me look this up. Representative Binks. He's a representative. So that's basically just saying, well, you're just here just because. <laughs> but no, I think he means well. Jar Jar. Huh. Well, he said, oh, Willis said, I thought that was a tough one at first, but it's a more straightforward and it appears. May the force be with you, Willis. Well, thank you, Willis, for your. Um, did, Will did Willis not answer it himself? Willis! God damn it. It's the one fucking rule. Willis. Everyone answers. Even my boyfriend answered. That's huge. That means, Willis, get your shit together, and the next time you email us, you have to tell us which one of these people you would fuck or marry or kill. But thank you anyways for the email. Appreciate it. Um, do you want to read the one from Andy? Sure. 
One second, let me get back to the email inbox. Got a question from our friend Andy Campbell, and Andy says, Hello, Canto Biters. Big Shot Gangster putting together a crew. Who's in your crew? Here's mine. Chewbacca, Bosk, Val. Looking forward to yours, Andy. Cute. Oh. Well, Emily, who's in your crew? Well, I mean, it sort of depends. <laughs> it depends. Like, what, what kind of job it is. Like, if it's a simple heist ver- versus something where, like, you're going to have to have somebody, like, interacting with people, like, you know, like, working somebody or, like, more of a con artisty type thing. Um... Versus just, like, a physical, like, smash and grab thing. If it's something that involves, like, you're going to have to charm somebody or get information from somebody, then I want Lando. For sure. Because everybody wants Lando. Um, I think Chewbacca is a good choice because I would I'd want Chewbacca in my corner no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, good pilot, really good fighter. He's gonna have your back. Really strong. So that's that's handy to have. And hmm. I think Infest Nest, because she proves to be really, really good at her job. I know, man. I want to know more about her. Well, damn it. That was my crew. <laughs> like, I would have chosen Chewbacca because, obviously, I don't know. I just feel, like, really safe with Chewbacca. Like, I just feel like he's really good at a lot of things. Like, he's a great co-pilot can rip the arms off of people he's good in battle like he's just an all-around good guy and mm, i don't know though i feel like lando like it'd be hard to trust lando at first like i'd want someone that i would like be able to actually trust i feel like i could trust infus nest because i know where her heart is and i know where what her cause is for then Infisnest. Um. Well, you have to have a good pilot. So. Han. Han would be in my crew. Kind of an asshole, but. We're all kind of assholes here. But. I don't know. I feel like Han, like, proved himself in, like, the movie that he's, like, a really good fucking pilot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing the movie again today, so I'm excited. Is this your second time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like, I was talking to some coworkers yesterday, and, like, I don't know, it makes me kind of sad that, like, I... Not that I don't have any interest in seeing this movie again, but, like, usually by this time, like, I'd seen this movie about three or four times if, like, I... Like, I like the movie, but, like, you know, I wasn't like, oh, my God, this I need this in my life. Like, I need more. But I don't know. Maybe when I get out of the movie today, I'll be 
thinking about this nonstop, but nothing beats the fucking Last Jedi. Like, I, I like vividly remember like being at work like two o'clock in the morning, being like, "What the fuck is gonna happen with Kylo? What was up with his connection with Rey?" Just like thinking about it and just it breaking my heart, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like the last Jedi like resonated with me for a really long time. Probably because it was just oh yeah, definitely. But I mean, Solo was. It was good. I mean, like, it makes me, like, want more. So I think that's good. But, yeah, thank you, Andy, for the email. Check out Andy's podcast. Andy and Catherine do a podcast. Do you want to give the name of that podcast? That might help. It has no name. It, it, it is nameless. It's That Geek Pod. Dang it. I was just going to say it. That geek pod. Check it out. You'll love it because they are some of the nicest fucking people in this fandom. They're always leaving like lovely emails. Like Andy's like the email guy. Like he always sends like the best like you you know your Star Wars podcast when you get like voicemails from King Tom, emails from Andy. I'm trying to think who else is like really or if fucking Steve sings you a song. Yeah, Steve sang us a song. It was pretty great. Go at our Twitter feed. It's on there. I'm honored. That's a pretty big honor. Yeah, it was It was very touching. I feel like we finally made it as a podcast. We did it, Emily. 44 episodes later. Oh, but that reminds me. 44 episodes. Just two, two more. Not two more. Uh, six more episodes. Until, uh, do you know what's happening in six episodes? It's our 50th episode. Yeah, we're going to be 50 years old or 50 weeks old. Nope. Do you know what else is going to happen? Well, right now, nothing, but. Hmm. Yeah. Like, Who would you write it about? I I had an idea, but then I didn't write down the idea, so now I don't remember what my idea was. Damn it, Emily. Do you have but... to do with, like, Holdo and DJ? No, it was there was uh, Thrawn, but then I don't remember what it was. But anyway, like, like I had to spend all of last month looking for a new roommate, and now one of my other roommates is moving out at the end of the month, so I have to do it all over again. And so I just, it's not going to happen. Oh God, never mind then. Shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll write one. No, that's a bad idea. My writing skills do not compare to to Emily's. I'd make it too, like, gross. Like, I feel like I don't know when to stop. So, like, it would be pretty bad. But Thrawn. (laughs) Well, today was kind of a shorter episode. Fuck! It is. Do you have anything else you want to share out into the world? Anything? You know, not really. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to get into the box office stuff, and I don't want to get into the fandom drama stuff. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Everyone keeps talking about the box office, but it's like, then you know, if you're so worried, then just see the fucking movie. You know. Well, no. I think. I think. Look, it's it's legitimate. It's legitimate news that the movie could possibly not make back its budget. Like, that's a huge deal for Star Wars. But I also, like, have nothing to say about it that hasn't already been said. Yeah. Well, anyways, 
Uh, Emily, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. And you can find the podcast at CantoBitePod. You spelled your name right. Well, I didn't spell my name right because I didn't spell my name. Well, you spelled your 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 Twitter handle right. No, I didn't. I just said it. I didn't spell it. <laughs> I need to. I need to go home. I need. I need. I don't know where my brain is, Emily. Can you help me find it? No. Damn it. Okay. Well, you can find me on Twitter as Canto Brit. And then you can find me on Instagram sometimes, rarely, as uh, Brittany the Ginger. But, yeah, maybe next episode I'll find my brain. Who knows? But thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, we'll we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.